All right. So, Ibrahim, literally every episode we, we meet, like, we start with, it's been a while, but <laughs> I want to get over this. Let's just yeah. get straight to the point today. All right. We're so, it, no. I, I, te- I, I, I texted you the other day. I, I, I forgot when was it. And there was this video from uh, MKBHD. And he has this video about artificial intelligence artwork. Do you remember yeah. me sending you that video? Yeah, I, I watched it and I, I actually somebody somebody had like sent it before. So I had watched it before you even sent it to me. But um, oh, really? Yeah, I thought I thought it's crazy, man. How like it's just next level AI shit. Let's, you know let's what I mean? explain to the audience what exactly it is. And then we're going to we're going to share our our uh, our thoughts on it. How about that? Okay. Can, can, could you good. explain? Could you explain what exactly is that program? Program? Do you still remember what it is? Um, so, uh, as far as I remember, and from what I understood uh, from the video, it, it's basically called Dolly, right? And yeah. basically, what you do is that you type words, you type keywords, like a description mm-hmm. of an image, and it yep. shows you, it, it gives you suggestions to images according to your. Uh, according to what you wrote, right? So it's kind of like Google Images. You write something and then you get uh, different kinds of artworks and visual imagery of what you have written. So let's say you, you write a painting in the Renaissance and you describe what's in the painting of what kind of elements are in the in the frame. Then it, it kind of show you shows you different paintings and different uh, frames and, you know, um, images of what you have written. It's mm-hmm. it's it's exactly like Google Images, but it's more. I would say, uh, it, it, it kind of implements another technology. I assume, right? To, it it to has grab- a deeper understanding on on what exactly is the object, and not just by like visual, right? If I yeah. remember correctly, they they even, for example, if you say an elephant, it's not like just an image of an elephant, but they know exactly how an elephant moves. They know. Uh, that em- elephant has has uh, I don't know these chunks and how it works. You know, it's, it's yeah. I think it's more than just visual. As far as yeah. I I saw with the testing. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it, it knows what's inside the image, right? If that's an elephant, it knows it's an elephant. It knows that this elephant was captured from this angle. This elephant is from the other angle. You know, it's it's very it's very meticulous. It's very precise, in uh, like in knowing what kind of elements are in each frame, right? Mm-hmm. That's why it's smart, I would say. Yeah, so like the, it, the interesting thing thing yeah. about that 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 function was that you you describe what it is and then you can you can also like add the style of of the artwork that you want, right? So so like you said earlier, so if if I say I want I remember the test that that Marquez did was that he wanted an elephant looking at the moon emotionally or something and then i don't know with with the renaissance art style then they gave you they spit out that that specific art style right yeah or, or with mona lisa art style and they, they give you that mona lisa art style but it has to know the the definition of that art style like what what are the the specific style and how it works in order for for the results to to work the way you want it to be yeah and i would say so google i would say the difference between it and between like this like that uh i don't know whether it's a software or a website 
and yeah. Google Images is that when you type something on on Google Images, it kind of does a, a research, right? It searches through its database and it looks and and it offers you things. But with this one, it like it creates things, you know. So with Google, like if you write something that doesn't exist, it will tell you that like it doesn't exist. But with with Dolly, like it always exists because it's creating something for you. You know what I mean? And it's it's like created from scratch, right? Yeah, basically, if 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 they cannot find whatever you're looking for, they make it for you. They 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 take that they take that element from this from this frame. They take another element from another frame. They combine them together and they create this new thing that you were searching for. And that's where the creativity comes from, right? It's just these com- combination of different elements from different resources to create something new. And that's why it's really interesting. I think it's because it's it's you know. It's it's replicating and it's emulating what humans do, what we do in the creative process, which is looking for resources and taking what we like from those resources and combining them together and and creating this new thing that we we make, right? It like goes back to what Crystal said about the definition of creativity. It's finding connections between two disparate ideas, right? And that's exactly what Dali does, and that's why it's and that's so, so interesting. Scary. It's so scary yeah, to me. Yeah, that is. Like, you know, the, the thing is, when I first saw it, instantly what came into my mind is, oh, my God, the stock footage image, the uh, stock footage website all going to die, you know, because of this, this thing. Because if they do it so well, if they can make like photorealistic yeah. uh, renders, then stock image website is done, isn't it? Like, yeah. I, I don't know, may, maybe people still need because, you know, you never know what exactly you want. Sometimes. When you're looking for something and you're scro- scrolling through the stock image website, you might see something that you didn't expect, but actually you you want that one instead of just yeah. describing exactly what you want. So I, I'm actually I'm not sure, but I feel like the impact of it is is surely gonna be be humongous, right? What what what, what were you thinking when you saw this? Like did you, did you immediately make the connection between like what what you're doing right now? Yeah, well, of course, there's this shock at the beginning, right? You, you look at it and like, holy shit, what have we, <laughs> what have we reached, you know? Uh, but then, but then again, like, I think, I think the idea is there, you know, the like, the idea of it, like of it doing that is there and it's working clearly, but it's just ne- mm-hmm. needs to be refined. Because I also watched another video where where Marquez brought one of like one of his designers and they they made the competition. I don't, I don't know if you've seen that. But he made this competition between his graphic designer versus Dolly, right? And he mm-hmm. gave the description to his graphic designer and he gave the description to Dolly. And then mm-hmm. basically, like, they both came up with different results. Obviously, it took more time for the designer to make the images, you know? Uh, but eventually, eventually, the designer made things that are better than Dolly. But maybe it's because he's a good designer, right? Um but still, like humans can beat that. If humans can do th- something greater than what what it can. Cr- but you have to consider that that show. Dolly is still like an experimental project. Phase, it's yeah, not even yeah. Out out there, you know, it's bet. It's not even beta. It's like just purely experimental. Yeah. yeah. And and also, no. considering this the speed of it, I feel like maybe some people would make make the sacrifice for the speed. Like in exchange for the speed, in exchange for the quality, you get the speed. Yeah, you're Maybe. right. Maybe I I don't know. Like and 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 surely the quality would improve by time also. Yeah, 
I don't know, man. I don't know what to make of it. It's 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 definitely an interesting move uh, into taking over the creative industry because you know our thing was like okay, like it, robots can do everything except being creative. Robots can do everything except making music. Robots can do everything except make art. You know, and now they can make yeah. art. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, I I I was almost hundred percent sure that. They're, like AI is not going to be able to do anything like this, but it, it is. It, I was blown away. Like I didn't expect this level of 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 skill from from an AI. I, I'm really shocked, and I kind of feel like I, I saw one of my friend. She's an art director before who worked in the uh, we worked in the same company, and she has this application that renders insanely good artwork with ai but she has to put her 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 skill into it her, her skill into it as well i don't know exactly how it works but the artworks look really well but she did mm. had to like kind of direct the ai to go into the direction that she wants and i feel like that could be a, a possible direction for us artists it's basically like Still, we are the one that gives the direction because you look at Dali, we are the one who describe what we want from the image, right? But they yeah. they make it. So so it's almost yeah. like if you don't ignore the the AI part of it, it's still something like you tell a computer what to do and they do it for you. It's like writing code in a way. Yeah. W- would would you would you agree with that statement? I think I think that's a very good way to put it. It's like you've transferred it from being a a maker of things to being a director. Right. It's kind of like the difference between uh, film versus digital photography. Right. When when you are work, when you're taking photos or shooting video with film, you're more you're playing a larger role of of making the image of being a cinematographer, making sure the shutter speed is correct, making sure the aperture is correct, making sure the image is in uh, focus and it's exposed properly. But when you move to digital it's like these things are much more like much more easier and you don't have to worry about that more worry about the frame itself right and that's what's going on now with 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 these uh technologies it's like you don't have to worry about the tools and using them and making things from scratch but rather just the direction and what you want and the idea itself and you can describe that and the ai can create that for you you know um yeah, it's almost like an, another level of automation, right? It's like bringing yeah. automation to the next level because yeah. when you look at, I don't know, for example, film camera versus digital camera. Now, digital camera, what they would do for you is they will, they will do light metering, right? They would test the light. They would do the focus for you, right? And and it's digital, so you can see the image directly. And basically, yeah. it, it skips the process of all of these labor works plus developing a film. And get straight out like the image straight out of the camera. So, in a way, these are somehow AI as well, but not as smart as the one that we saw from Dali, right? So, yeah, you you still need to have your own opinion, but yeah, the the, the AI will produce easier options for you to make decisions. You just have to make the decisions, and you have to have the initial idea first, and then. Anything in between, the AI can kind of solve it for you. Yeah, exactly. So, 
yeah, you take over the creative vision and the AI, the AI takes over the tools and does does most of the work for you. Uh, it's kind of actually the other day I discovered that this uh, this feature in Premiere where you could basically stretch out the music. So let's say you have a music track in Premiere and you're yeah. trying basically that music track, the length of that track is like one minute and you want to make it like one and a half minutes. Right. So there's oh, a tool. Oh, I know that one. I know that oh, one. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, right? Like, <laughs> That's a lifesaver. Yeah, it's yeah. insanely light. And it continues the melody for you. And you wouldn't even, it's really good. You wouldn't even notice that the music was not, uh, that, like that, you wouldn't that even. That's insane. Yeah. 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 You wouldn't know the music was stretched. So that's crazy. It's, 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 it's the same concept. It's going on the same direction, but just different ways of implementing that. Right. You're completely right about that. You completely right. This one maybe is has less, like AI component inside, but it is still definitely, like, very advanced stuff. This is like, before you probably need like a a, a human to listen to the music and remake the music basically. But now like Premiere can just basically find the the pattern, the melody yeah. in the music and just extend it for you automatically and like instantly yeah. basically. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that's really crazy. I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know where these things are go- like where this uh, where AI is like AI is going to continue uh, like to move because um, every day is just these little increments of like okay, it can do this a little bit better. It can do that just easier. It can do that quicker. You know, and these just small increments every day that we see. Uh, Eventually, I think we're going to reach a point where you really have you don't have to do anything, you know, or even with the visual arts, with with everything, you know, you, you just tell tell the tools to do what you want it, it to do. And it will do that for you. And that will I be like, like the, tipping the, w- point. the way technology is improving is the more technology improved, the less labor work we have to do. But the thing yeah. is, the less labor work we do the more decisions we have to make and like we, we then we really need to be clear on exactly what we want we really need to focus on the decision making so yeah people i i don't think it's like we do less labor work but then we have to do more brain work in a way yeah because we save save all the time from labor then you get those extra time then people are going to spend more time thinking is is what yeah. humans are meant to do, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like even now, like uh, Gary Vee said this. He said creativity is the variable for success. Meaning, like the tools can do everything for you now, and it's all up to you, right, to decide what you want to do and have that kind of creative vision, the good creative vision that could lead to good results, right? Um, but yeah. I have a question for you, right? So, what do you think? What do you think is the impact of like these AIs on on us humans, when when you're really not doing much of the work, the AI is doing much of the work, and you're just kind of telling it what to do, you're giving orders to it. You know, what do you think? Like that could, what's the impact of that on humans, like psychologically? Um, I I feel like it, the the thing is, it's gonna. People do you think, who, yeah, yeah, let me rephrase, do you think that when it like, 
like because when we do a lot of the work to make something right we feel fulfilled creatively like let's say okay that's a reason why a lot of people actually shoot on film right the photos turn out like shit but you kind of like them because you put in a lot of work to make these and you made it from scratch and it's very fulfilling for you as a human it makes you feel useful you know you've made this image but with digital you take a photograph and it could turn out much better than the film photograph but you still don't like it as much you know so so would that like kind of lead to us to like more 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 being us being more depressed i guess in a way i guess that's a far extreme too far-fetched but you get the idea right when you make something from scratch and when you make something that's analog and you kind of do add the ink and like especially individual arts and you kind of make it from from the beginning from the bottom you start from the bottom right and when you make it you kind of feel so you feel happy you feel fulfilled right but when we when you kind of give these orders and these uh descriptions to these tools and they do most of the work for you it feels like it's not as um it doesn't feel like as fulfilling anymore as it would when you make things from scratch and do you think that that would resort to a lot of people going back to analog which is actually what's happening right now a lot of people are obsessing over these these like kind of physical physical appearances of things if that makes sense you know adding film grain was was actually the direction that i was going to talk about earlier and yeah i i think but there's actually two side of what what you just said the the thing Uh about analog is that the new generation, okay, I'm going to call them the kids since they're younger than us. For them, okay. <laughs> seeing analog is discovering something completely new because they've never lived through the analog age. You get it? Mm. We at least, yeah. when we were a kid in primary school, we've lived through the these, these, these film, right? Uh, more or less, we've seen it. But those yeah. kids, they've never seen it. So to them, it's a completely new thing. It's cool. Yeah. Is hipster, no, because nobody's doing it, but it is new to them. So that's why that it has this freshness in it. But for us, it's like we're going back to something that we used to before. For us, I feel like the feeling is kind of different. We see it more as a nostalgic way of experiencing the artwork, but for them, it's completely new artwork. And I think the the way automation is gonna gonna affect the art industry, I think. I think it's a bit different, but fundamentally it's the same thing. It's like pure art craft is going to be appreciated and it's going to be seen as, as a, like a very hipster thing, you know, minority thing to do. It's like, oh, this artwork is completely hand-drawn by, by an artist. It's like zero automation. I feel like it's going to be something in the future and it's going to be appreciated by people who care about the detail and people who mm. don't care about it is not going to care about it. For example, maybe some people like to wear handmade leather shoe, custom leather shoe, or, or like yeah. custom uh, suits. You know, some people they like to go buy custom suits, and they feel like because it's made for them. Whereas some people they just go to Zara or I don't H and M, and they just buy these these ready-made suits. I feel like it's kind of like the same thing. It, and and I feel like high-end brands, maybe like. I don't know, for fashion with Chanel or for watch yeah. like Rolex, these brands who has very clear brand positioning, they would still want uh, like the, these, these handcraft artwork because they are very precise and they know exactly what they want. So they don't want anything that is automated, you know, but 
for for brands that are less uh, clear with their brand position, I feel like they can go about with with uh, certain automation to just be oh if it works it works you know maybe they would have more this kind of mentality. But I feel like uh, customized work is always always leaning towards the high end, and hmm. and the the middle sector is gonna be washed out by automation. So I feel like it's gonna have a, a huge impact on the industry, but mm. at the highest point of of the the more high end companies, they would still want uh, like completely, maybe not complete like completely completely, but they would still want a, a more raw organic artwork. Do do, do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, I see what you're saying. Basically, it's that the 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 higher that you go up. In, in, in quality, the more things become customized and the more things are made from scratch. Is that correct? Yeah, because they, they're, the bigger you are as a company, the more careful you should be with your positioning because every mm. false step you make is going to cause a lot of impact on the business, right? If you make a false move, you, you might lose millions of dollars. Who knows, right? So yeah, in order for them to be careful, maybe for certain... Uh, like the, these advertising thing, they they need to be really like uh, strate- strategic about it. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent, man. I I think also, generally speaking, um, the more that we go towards that digitized digitized world or digitalized yeah. world, uh, the more that they creates a sense of nostalgia in us to go back into the physical. Um, to go back into this physical old, the more that we obsess over the the, the physical and the old things that we used to have, you know, yeah. um, there's also a bit of that, right? Um, which is why now like vintage styles are very popular nowadays, the styles of the 90s, the 80s, because it feels like we're tired of this everything being digital, you know, and so we kind of use that as an escapism and obsessing over the past. I don't know, that's maybe, maybe that's too philosophical, but it's just an explanation, perhaps, you know? No, I, I think it's, it's about the positioning. It's like how you want people to, I mean, in terms of commercial, I'm not talking about like personally. Personally, I would yeah. agree, like, you, you can always try something fresh, but I feel like commercially, if you want to stand out from other competitors in business, you're going to have yeah. to choose a positioning that, that should be different from... From other people, and I heard this from Jordan Peterson. It's very interesting. Yeah. He said that nowadays, you you see like billionaires wearing like T-shirts. I don't know, right? Like Steve Jobs or Mark Zuckerberg or yeah, uh, Elon Musk. They always wear very casual, right? So he said that it, w- with this fashion statements back in the days, I don't know, during like the 80s or the 60s, rich people, billionaires, they wear suit all the time, right? They wear very expensive yeah. suit. And poor people, they cannot afford suits. They wear normal people. But now, suits is more accessible to everyone. So the middle class start to wear suits and they try to look good. But the billionaires, the high class people, they don't want to, you know, look like the middle class people. So they want to change it. So they go so to the low that, class. Yeah. They, yeah. So it's like they're they're trying to 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 position themselves differently from the the middle class people. And the middle class people will always be the majority of 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 the, the the population i i, I yeah. guess so in, in mo- most cases so that's that's where the h- high class people they want to separate themselves 
from from the middle class or the low class people, and they will always do something a bit more different to to say, "Hum, you know, I have more taste than you. That's why I'm doing something yeah. different." That's a very good explanation, actually. Um, it's a way of standing out, right, and communicating that uh, of communicating that I am different, right? Because because, because AI is gonna it, AI once it become fully developed, I th- I believe it's gonna be very cheap. It's gonna be cheap because it's all done by computer, right? Yeah. And then, like, handmade artwork is gonna be expensive because it's time consuming, it's brain consuming, right? Whereas AI yeah. is like it can give you done something done within a second. Then it's gonna be cheaper. So if brand yeah. want to show that they're different, they say, "Oh, I'm, I have money. That's why I can afford a real artist do this for me. That's why I'm different yeah. from you." I don't know. I, yeah. I'm just like spe- speculating what, what no, these I think, brands might yeah. do. Yeah, I think that's a very good point, and it, it's about communication, right? The the, the higher end exactly, you are, exactly. the more that you want to communicate that you're you're different from other people, and that's what humans we do. We always try to communicate. It's always about the clothes that we wear, about the the car that we have, and the house that we live in, and you know the the, the things that surround our lives. And uh, this is one of the ways that we could communicate that we're different. We we like that. We like to be. We we like to stand out and be different from other people. You know. And and th- this is how brands could like you know stand out from other brands as well is just the way the way they they, they make their products right it's it's different than the norm it's different what the majority does and resorting back to old and physical and analog could be a way to stand out again if that's what the brand is looking for exactly 